0: Thank you Christoph, for the, for the warm welcome here in Hamilton Road. Uh, I work for the International Meeting Point. It's a work of the Presbyterian Church in Ireland, and uh, as you'll hear when I speak, it's very much a partnership work, uh, and it's a work uh, I would love uh, to be more in partnership with Hamilton Road in, uh, in the days ahead. But why did I pick that passage to read? Well, hopefully it should be pretty obvious to most of us. Why we picked that? Because one day, there will be a multitude, including us, we pray, before the throne, and there'll be people from every tribe and tongue and nation. And I want those people there to be alongside us who will have come out of great tribulation, who have left their homes uh, because of war and persecution, and somehow have made their way to Belfast and to Bangor, and to other towns around uh, Northern Ireland. And we want them to know Jesus Christ. We want them to know salvation. Uh, Just for an example, in in, uh, South Belfast, we have two centers, one on the Lisburn Road uh, and one uh, in North Belfast, which is really a fledgling work. You'll hear more about that later. But in South Belfast, Uh, Over the COVID period, we didn't stop working. We kept working. We had to change with the restrictions. And uh, over that period, we were feeding 750 families from 46 different countries. So there's tremendous opportunity to share the good news of Jesus Christ with people uh, through giving uh, many, many congregations support us. Uh, Many volunteers come and volunteer to work in The Meeting Point. And uh, this is a tremendous privilege and a tremendous opportunity. So how did it all start? We've we've gone from uh, where we were. Back in 2010, I started that work with my wife. One day a week uh, in the old Ulsterville Presbyterian Church, we met there to use English. Now we use English to meet people as a point of contact and that came about because the Council for Mission in Ireland, South Belfast Presbytery and North Belfast Presbytery got together and asked themselves what can we do to meet the needs of the change in Belfast and uh, they asked me to come along and explore ways in which we could reach out. The Ulsterville building was empty, I asked to use it and we, me and my wife started one day a week and we started with English classes just to meet people. And right away, many people started coming into our English classes. In fact, so many were coming that I was able to start a second English class. But I told the people, mostly Muslim, that this English class, we would only use the Bible. So the people knew that they were coming to a different English class. The text was the Bible. And within a few weeks of using the Bible as a text, two Iranian girls asked me, how do, I, how do we become two sisters? How do we become Christians? And I sat down with, the front of, with them at the front of the, the old Ulsterville Presbyterian Church and explained to them the way of salvation through Jesus Christ, through faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And they bowed their heads and with much tears they asked Jesus into their life. So that is our focus. Our focus in the International Meeting Point is to see people who will be at this great event in Revelation uh, chapter nine that John describes for us. We want to see people one for Jesus Christ. And how we do that is through many different ways. Now while we started this work with just one person and his wife, uh, very much directing me from behind, that work began to grow and to spread and more and more people came in, and actually, churches in the area began to help us. The first congregation to help us was McCracken Memorial. Uh, They sent a team down to help me and assist me uh, as helpers in the English class, Uh, and it it was great fun. And would you believe that was 12 years ago, and those people still come, still volunteer, and still help in English classes. But as the work spread, The Council for Mission in Ireland, uh, through your giving of United Appeal, were able to add more workers to the work. Jesus said, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his field because the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few. So now in South Belfast, we have a team of Henry Coulter, Sharon Heron, Jeanette, my wife, and they are the core team that reach out to people every day using English classes. We have over 100 students every week coming into South Belfast to learn English. Henry and Sharon can't do that on their own. Many volunteers, former teachers, lecturers, all kinds of people, they come and they help in those English classes. And uh, that's one of the ways that we reach out. Many churches support us by giving us food, and we get, we distribute food. Now, during COVID, that was a massive piece of our work, but now that has, we have tried to wean people off that a little bit, we still give out food, but we're trying to get back, especially after Easter, to our more normal drop-in center kind of a, a way that we work, because one of the ways we reach people is through food. At lunchtime, we offer free food to people, and then we can Talk to them while they're eating about Jesus. What's more natural than to share Jesus over food? How many times in the scriptures do we see Jesus reclining at the table, talking in people's homes uh, over food? So we use food. Congregations help us by sending us clothes because we give out clothes. They help us by giving us bicycles. Do you know that poor Henry sitting down there over, the, his, he's a little bit more her than me. Uh, it's a miracle because he's given out nearly 700 bicycles in the last six years that have been donated to the meeting point, and he had to abandon his poor list. Henry's a man who loves lists and bits of paper and all kinds of files. Uh, I'm not that kind of person, but he had over a hundred people waiting for bicycles on his list. And that's the work that we do. And that work in in South Belfast is very well established. Maybe 50, 60 volunteers helping there. We do the lunches. You might think about this when we go back. Uh, Many congregations come and actually make a lunch in the meeting point so that they can experience mission and talk to people themselves. It's a a win-win situation. Uh, So you might think about that as a way of uh, of helping us in the future. But that work is well established in South Belfast. And as more and more I've heard in your little video was very interesting about Eritreans. Well, before COVID, we had maybe 20 Eritreans visiting the International Meeting Point in South Belfast. I think the number today, and Henry will know it if I'm right, over 200, higher than that. 300 Eritreans now in Belfast. It's incredible and most of them are young men so it was interesting to hear about the football ministry because they love volleyball and they love football and it's a great way to get young people involved. So as these numbers have ballooned over Belfast the housing in Belfast and South Belfast hasn't been able to cope so more and more people were being put into North Belfast. In fact, now there's so much that they have no more housing left and they're having to take up hotels like here in Bangor and in Belfast. So I had long wanted to th- try a work in North Belfast and uh, this was made possible again with partnership. Partnership and this is so important. Uh, West Kirk and North Belfast, the Clerk of Presbytery of North Belfast, and I got together to pray and see, would it be possible to start a work, something like what we have in South Belfast, in North Belfast? And yes, they said, we can do it. And that was in November 2018, I first met them. And in 2019, early in 2019, We opened a shop at Carlisle Circus, and this shop has been a wonderful blessing to us and to some people already in North Belfast. It's called the International Meeting Point Op Shop, Opportunity Shop. And in that shop we sell items for children from babies up to 12 years of age. It's quite deliberate that that I chose to do that because we wanted to make contact with mums first of all because the next phase of the work would be a parent and toddler group in in the memorial hall of the old st enix just behind uh, the op shop at carlisle circus and that shop is run by Frances jackson who could regale you here all night with so many wonderful stories of people she has prayed for people that she has prayed for and made contact with who are now going to other activities already in North Belfast in the Memorial Hall. So at first, the idea was the shop would direct people to the parent and toddler. So we have a parent and toddler group running in this Memorial Hall on a Friday, uh, and it's run by a former deaconess called Eileen Black, uh, and she works a couple of days a week. So the team so far in North Belfast is Francis in the shop, Eileen part-time, helping me with Bible studies, another thing that came from the shop. Francis was praying with people and challenging them about the Scriptures, and they wanted to know more about the Scriptures. So we started a Bible study. And now we have a dozen people going to that Bible study on a Thursday morning, from different, uh, some of them from different countries, and it's very very good that's come from the shop it's been the core what we've done there in North Belfast but there's another exciting uh, ministry that has developed from the op shop Uh, I have two English classes there a week Monday and Wednesday again English is a way of contacting people and getting to know them and one of the teachers who teaches English with me on a Monday night asked Eritreans to come to church and five Eritreans now go to church in North Belfast because they know North Belfast and they come to English class there and it seemed good to us and to West Kirk to start, uh, well particularly West Kirk, it's their church, they wanted to start a new church in North Belfast and Uh, they did at Carlisle Circus, in the the, the hall where the meeting point meets. And this morning we had Eritreans, we had a guy from, I've forgotten which country it is, it's one of the Central African countries, it'll come to me in a minute, I'm sure. We had Iraqi's family, and we had uh, an Iranian, and we had some local people, and we were two families missing this morning. But the minister sitting down there, he's an associate of West Kirk uh, Presbyterian Church, the Reverend Peter Burke. And this, we are feeding into that new church. And this is really exciting. And I'm going to stop now because I don't want to steal the next speaker's thunder because, you know, you can't do all these things on your own. If one man falls down and he hasn't got someone to pick him up, that's what the scripture says, if one falls, there's another to pick him up. And to continue to spread this work, we needed another full-time worker in North Belfast. And God has answered our prayers. And Shirley McGonigal will be starting work with us in a week at a very exciting time. And it is a great opportunity to see in what direction God is going to lead her. Because I can't imprint on her the things that I want. God has called Shirley to this work. So Shirley will inherit leading some of these things that we're already doing in North Belfast. But she, I'm looking forward to what is God saying to her? Which direction are we going to go and what people are we going to reach? Uh, Certainly, it's a very exciting time. And the next time I come, I'll look at my notes. Thank you very much.
1: Folks, Keith's already talked about the importance of a a team of people working together to do this work at uh, both of the international meeting points, and he's talked uh, about a a recent development uh, where Shirley has been appointed uh, as a full-time worker at international meeting meeting point in North Belfast. Shirley, would you step to the microphone there, and uh, we'll have a a bit of a conversation about that. Shirley, tell us a little bit about yourself, just for the folks here who don't know you uh, as well as others do.
2: Okay. Um, well, my name's Shirley, Shirley McGonigal, and um, I'm married to Ian. And we have two daughters, Tara and Katie. Tara's 23 and Katie is 19. Um, I grew up in this church with mum and dad. Um, and then Ian and I got married 26 years ago and we moved to Newton-Ards. But about five or six years ago, we moved back to Bangor and have started coming back to Hamilton Road.
1: And what are you working at at the moment, Shirley, before you make this move?
2: Well, I've been a, t- a teacher. I am a teacher and have been teaching for 30 years. Um, and Ian is also a teacher.
1: Brilliant. So, Shirley, how do you get from being a teacher for 30 years to going to work with Keith Preston in North Belfast? It's yeah. quite a step. <laughs>
2: it's a good question. <laughs> um, I, I could... St- speak for a long time about the story the path that God has brought me on um, and this morning I, I was reading Nehemiah and uh, he spoke to me again and God a verse just jumped out and it was Nehemiah chapter six and um, for God has put it into my heart and that's exactly what has happened over the last few years it has been a work of God and um, there's been as I look back there's been so many threads in the tapestry over the last 10 years or so. Um, and it's only now looking back that I can see how God is working, weaving beautifully all of those threads together. And so that I came to a point where I was actually ready to receive his calling. Um, it's not something I had planned or envisaged at any point in my teaching career to leave and to do something that was not um, teaching. I've always wanted to teach. It was my childhood dream <laughs> And I've taught all my life, so it certainly wasn't in my, in my um, plan at all. Um, but there were two key points, if I could then move forward a little bit, two key points that I could look back and say that God was really moving. One of them, ironically, was through a novel that I chose to read to the Year 8 boys at Inst. It was called Refugee by Alan Gratz. And I, I didn't actually choose this novel intentionally, it just it happened. Looking back, it was very much part of God's plan. And God spoke to me very clearly through the novel and made me aware of how much injustice there was in the world, how much terror and fear, loneliness and suffering. And as I read the book with the boys in school and invited people in from outside agencies to speak to them, it started growing in me a desire to want to be involved myself. And and then lockdown struck (laughs) Um, And for a couple of years, really nothing was happening. And then in June of last year, um, I was, again, it was a a verse from the Bible, which really spoke to me. And I brought my journal with me because I want to read it to you. Um, It was the 10th of June, and it was Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 to 8. And I've written at the top, I'm putting down a marker today. And I distinctly remember doing that. And I had no idea why, but I just felt I had to mark this reading and mark this day and the reading was from Isaiah 58. Is this not the kind of fasting I've chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke? To set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry? Provide the poor wonder with shelter when you see the naked clothe him and not turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then you will call and the Lord will answer. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear, then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. And that for me was, a, was my calling. Uh, I didn't know what it was, didn't know where I was going. Um, and in, in the summer, last summer, um, another verse reminded me to do something about it. And I started exploring volunteer op- opportunities um, with IMP with other organizations, Christian organizations, who I knew were working in hotels in Belfast. And within our own church, as was mentioned on the video, um, contacted Gay and got involved in opportunities in HRPC Globe. So all of that um, was starting in September of last year. And then um, I got an an email in my inbox (laughs) from IMP advertising the the post in North Belfast, and I was prompted to apply, and I couldn't ignore the prompting. Mm. Um, And I knew that if I got the job, that it was very, very much a calling from God and it was his direction. So when I was offered the job, um, I knew I had no choice. (laughs) It was God's calling. And I said, yes. And I'm really excited about what lies ahead.
1: Shirley, I'm sure people hearing that will share your sense of excitement. It's it's wonderful to, to see how God's gone before you. We've talked about what's brought you to this point. So what is it you're excited about? What what do you hope uh, to be able to do in in the days ahead? What are you looking forward to?
2: I'm very much looking forward to meeting people, meeting people from all countries, all walks of life, all backgrounds, and getting alongside them and sharing Jesus. That is what I'm really excited about. And as Keith said, it's just very exciting because it's like a blank canvas in North Belfast. It's how is how is God going to lead us on this adventure? Um, that's what I'm really looking forward to, seeing his plan unfold and develop and grow.
1: It, 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 I'll, I'll just speak personally for a moment. It's been lovely to hear from Keith the, the sense of openness to, to what God has in the future rather than here's a plan we dreamt up in a in a room somewhere and we're going to do this for the next five years you've you've left space for the holy spirit Mm -hmm. to blow through that and um we uh, we'll want to to pray along with you for that that guidance from from the lord to show you what it is that that you could and should be doing what what could we be praying surely as we, we come to an end of this conversation what what would you like us to be praying for you right at this moment
2: exactly that what you just said um that God will build the house. We, we're the workmen, but we need to look to him. And I, I would really value your prayers for guidance and direction that we would be spirit-led um, and that would in North Belfast, which is a dark place, that we would be a light in that darkness and that God would really shine through the work of International Meeting Point in North Belfast for his glory and for the extension of his kingdom. And then also on a, on a personal note, it is a big change, Um, And I have been teaching a long time and I would very much appreciate your prayers, just that I would readjust quickly and that that would be a smooth uh, transition.
1: Brilliant. Shirley, can you stay there Mm -hmm. while I pray uh, for you and pray a little wider too about the things we've talked about this evening? Let's join together and let's pray. Uh, Father God, we thank you for this wonderful testimony Shirley's been able to give to your closeness to her, uh, your guiding her steps. Uh, Lord, your, your word promises that you will do that, but, but our sister here's has borne testimony to that. She's seen you over these last months and years begin a, a work in her life, place a calling on her that she... She didn't know exactly what it was and where it would take her, but she's, she's allowed you to lead her. And Lord, we're grateful for your, your kindness and your strong leading, which brings Shirley to this point. Lord, we want to pray with her for the things that she has invited us to pray. Lord, I pray first of all for this, this moment itself, this transition that she's going to live through now uh, stepping away from a way of life and a career that she's pursued for three decades, uh, Lord, to to move into purposes of yours that, that won't be uh, as familiar to her by any means. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the courage you've given her to take that step, but we pray that you'll provide for her, be with her and Ian and the family as they get used to uh, new rhythms, new ways of of working together, of being a family together for your glory. And Lord, we we pray obviously for Shirley in those first days in her workplace that she'd feel at home there right away, uh, that you'd give her the the desires of her heart, that she would get to meet people with whom she can share Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this openness that Shirley has, that Keith's expressed also this desire that they have to be open to you and your leading. Uh, Lord, my, my sense is you'll only want to honor that, where people throw their lives open to you, where they invite uh, your spirit to, to come a- among them and go before them. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would do something beautiful there. Give, give these folks the things that they have dreamt of. Lord, I, I pray you'd answer their prayers, realize their dreams, but Lord, give them more. Give them things that they haven't even considered yet, things that are beyond them because they come only from you. So Lord, I I do pray a a blessing on Shirley. We we commission her for this work tonight. We we ask that you'd pour your spirit on her in a new way for this new moment, uh, for this new work that you've called her to. Give her new things from you, Lord, for the days ahead. Lord, we want to pray for the work of the International Meeting Point in South Belfast and for this new work uh, beginning now in North Belfast. Lord, would you continue uh, to be with Keith and uh, the teams there? Lord, give them wisdom. Give them insight for this ever-evolving situation they find themselves in. Uh, lord as the the situation changes on a on a weekly and even daily basis i pray that you'd give them a a confidence in you and at the same time a, a lightness on their feet ready to to obey and move in new directions lord we pray that those who come to belfast and who seek sanctuary in our community would soon find a place where you are known and loved and where your gospel is shared. Lord, we pray too for the work in Bangor and the the work here at Hamilton Road. We give you thanks for the many years of faithful work carried out by English Corner, and for the many lives that were touched by that. We pray a blessing over English Corner and its future. And Lord, we pray for the the, the new ministries, the the strands that that you have given us that we're holding in our hands now. Lord, we, we just pray a blessing over them, whether it's a cafe ministry or football ministry or craft or whatever you draw us to in the future. We, we give you thanks for the volunteers who've already come on board with that. And we pray for others that they might hear your call and respond to and come and share in this work. Lord, finally we pray for people. Shirley's told us that her heart is to meet some people. Lord, we pray for people in Belfast and in Bangor. Some of them who have lived through horrific circumstances already so far Lord, as you bring them to this part of the world, as you allow us to encounter them, we pray that above all and most of all, they would encounter Jesus Christ. Lord, in our very ordinary lives, in our very limited sharing of the gospel, would you be pleased to bring men and women, boys and girls to new life in Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray that you would do that, that you would grow the crowd around the throne that we have read about this evening in your word, and you do it through the work of these ministries we've talked about this evening. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.